Hey, hey, welcome to Beyond the Couch. I'm Dr. Christine Jehu, a coffee-obsessed licensed psychologist on a mission to break the stigma of mental health and normalize help-seeking. In this show, we leave the psychobabble at the door to speak openly about our growth and struggles. Together, we will challenge the status quo, stop living below our potential, and dive deep into self-exploration of all areas of our health and wellness, because all roads lead back to our mental health. A quick caveat, this show is not mental health treatment and is not intended to be a substitute for mental health treatment. In the show notes, you can grab the free quick start guide to finding a therapist along with crisis resources should you need them. All right, let's get into it. Hello, my friend. Welcome back. So excited that you're here. I'm over here chuckling at myself as I'm, you know, looking at the title of today's episode of success and mental health. And I went to grab the pillows that go um, around the computer when I record. So if you've been here for a while, you know that I record in the basement (laughs) and I don't have a fancy podcast studio. And one of the things that I do is put a, a blanket under my microphone and then put some pillows behind my computer to kind of grab the sound (laughs) and hopefully reduce the echo. Well, anyhow, these are all details that you probably don't care about, but hopefully you're getting the picture painted for you. But I uh, went to grab my pillows and realized that my calendar on the wall is still on March. March. (sighs) Listen, where is time going? I don't freaking know. But let's dive into it. Today, we're going to talk about success and mental health. And I've just got a couple of points that have been kind of floating around in my head. And this morning, it really hit me, right? Like I was doing a workout, getting ready for the day. And I just kept thinking about what is my definition of success? And as an Enneagram 3, if you know anything about Enneagram, threes are achievers. So success, achievement, achievement markers are, I want to say unfortunately, but whatever, often on my mind and front of mind. And there is one marker of success that is particularly front of mind for these days. Um, If you have listened back, I want to say it's episode 54. That feels like so long ago that I did that episode. But episode 54 is talking about why the heck I'm climbing a mountain 13 times. And I feel like I'm I'm talking a lot about this mountain climb because it's coming up, right? So this is a, a huge endurance challenge. It's an Everesting challenge. We're going out to Utah. It's at a ski resort. The gist of it is we hike up a mountain. I'm saying we because it's this whole event. It's not just me <laughs> on a mountain. So you hike up. And then you bring the gondola down. It's about a two, I think it's a 2.3 mile hike to the top, 15 minute gondola down. You brand a board, hit your success markers, right? And you keep doing it. And you have 36 hours. And at the top of the 13th ascent, the 13th climb, you've reached the elevation equivalent of Mount Everest. Now, this event is really cool. So you need to honestly, please follow along. Um, it's 29029 Everesting on Instagram. Like, whoo, when I first heard about it, I thought it was ridiculous. But then I was watching and just watching these stories and I was in tears. So anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. So at the end of, at the end of this challenge, well, prior to your 13th ascent, 
your bib because everyone wears a participant bib so people know who you are, who the coaches are, who the support is, all of that, and who the, the participants, the hikers are. You have one color bib. And when you go to start your 13th, they put a red bib on you. So the folks on the mountain know, okay, this person is on their last their last ascent. And then at the top, you go down the red carpet and there there's a wall, like a pegboard wall of hats and you get to put a red hat on. Right. So as the coaches are talking to us, as we as we head into this event, they're saying, you know, for some of you, success and the end goal is the red hat. But for others, it may be five ascents. It may be, you know, going X number of hours, right? The success is defined by you. So I've really been thinking about that. And I want you to think about this, like how how are you defining success, right? I am, I am wrestling with this in real time, okay? Because, and I'm, and I'm really going back to this message from our coaches for this hike is that the mountain is you against you, right? It's not a comparison with other people on the mountain because you have people up there who are like ultra marathoners, endurance champions of the world who are gonna complete this thing and like, half the time that I'm going to complete it. And then you've got people who are retired and they're out there for a good time to see what they can do, right? So it's been hard for me because I I am a three and I am a finisher and I am an achiever. So for me, my goal is that red hat. I'm going like straight up. It is the red hat. It is to finish this. And it doesn't necessarily matter to me what it looks like, right? (laughs) Because with that amount of time, there are so many different things that could, that could come into play, right? But thinking about success, it's been hard for me in this season because I've not been training to the extent that I had really hoped for. And so if I'm being honest, I don't feel prepared. Now I recognize I have about three more weeks, but I also have a trip in the middle of that and, you know, just the reality of life. But I also don't know how I'm go like what it feels like to be prepared for something like this, because the longest run that I've ever done at one time is a 6K. And sure, I did like soccer uh, tournaments, but that was well over 20 years ago, you know? So I don't know in this season what my body's truly capable of um, or what it would feel like to be ready. So what I am doing to reorient myself to mm, success markers, right? I'm focusing on my strengths. I'm focusing on, and and when I say strengths for me, I know that this, anytime you look at an endurance challenge and honestly sports in general, the mind over body is where it's at, right? Like our body is going to get us so far, but our mind takes us that extra mile. And y'all know I'm a sports psychologist, so I know I have that part in the bag, right? I was even thinking about while I was training today, what are some of the tools that I teach athletes that I can take? for myself. I was thinking about how can I create a burn bucket on the mountain? And maybe I'll have to talk about the burn bucket another time. 
So I'm focusing on my strengths. So I know I've got the mental game on lock. That's going to be money in the bank. (laughs) But I'm also focusing in on the work that I have been putting in, right? Focusing on what I am doing, that abundance mindset rather than the scarcity. Because I could spend all day long looking at these training plans and going through and highlighting, well, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. But I'm, I'm choosing to focus on the work that I am putting in and celebrating the progress that's come, especially as I've kicked up the training in the last month. So I've started adding in stadium climbs. I keep telling people that I'm doing stadiums and they think I'm running the stadiums. I'm not running the stadiums because I'm not running up a mountain, (laughs) but I'm walking up these stadiums. And so I'm really looking at every day that I've gone out there, I've done more. There've been maybe two days where there was one day in particular where I wasn't really feeling that well. And so I, I did not perform to what I would, um, I was expecting, but having grace and honoring that, hey, my body wasn't there that day. So I'm really focusing in on those, the benchmarks towards the success, right? The benchmarks towards the goal and trusting that I am building strength. I am building endurance. It just may look different than what's on that plan. Okay. And focusing on that abundance mindset and really coming back to those strengths and pulling in all of the extra elements that I can take with me to be successful on this mountain. And yes, I still have like that red hat. That is a freaking goal. And right, that's the outcome. But what I'm focusing on is the process, right? Because the process is what produces the outcome. This is something that I teach all the time to my athletes that if you're focused solely on that outcome, you're not setting yourself up to be successful in the process, right? So focusing on my strengths, I'm looking at one ascent at a time, shoot, one step at a time. Once I know what that path of the mountain is going to be, because you take the same path, you don't like stray off into the woods, (laughs) you know, and there is a couple of aid stations along the way, right? So there are benchmarks within the benchmarks. So if you look at one ascent, it's okay, I'm going to get from the starting point to the first aid station and then the next one and then the top, right? So breaking it down. So I share that as a, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for as an example, as a picture of how we can really break down and look at what success looks like for you. And it, and it can have sort of this rhythm and a flow and different parts I'm hoping that's making sense because I'm thinking about the red hat. Yes, that's a success marker, but there are also other successes along the way of the strength building, the honing in, or yeah, I'm strength, physical strength, but then knowing what my personal strengths are, right? And so knowing that I can be successful in multiple areas. And so one may fall short, right? I may not have a super beautiful or quote unquote successful ascent, you know, number five may be really freaking hard. Maybe I slip and fall. Who knows? Let's not put that in the universe. But you know, that one bad thing, right? That scarcity mindset, one bad thing that catastrophizing doesn't have to send everything else into a spiral. Okay. So I really want you to think about what is your definition of success? And this may be a time when you pause and put pen to paper 
All right. You think about what are some of the things going on in your life right now? What are you striving for? What are you working towards? And have you fully defined it, right? Defined what success is. And so building off that, when we think about looking at our goals, looking at the things that you're going after, when I work with folks, part of where some of this distress and honestly, like some depression, maybe some anxiety, um, some moving left of center when we're thinking about success and goals is when we get into it, you haven't really defined what the goal is, right? So thinking about um, how can we break this down? How can we really nail down the goals that we're working towards and know what it is that you're truly going after? You know, so somebody will come into therapy and I'll say, you know, they'll say, um, I just want to be happier. I'm like, okay, so paint that picture for me. If we fast forward six months from now and you're happier, what does your life look like, right? And I want you to give it to me in as much detail as possible, then we have some markers that we can start working towards, right? Because if we're just like, nah, I want to be happy. Happiness can take so many forms. Again, like what's your definition of success? What is your definition of what you're going after? And I may say that my goal is to be happy and so may you, but our six month outcome could look completely different. Okay, so that's that piece again about, this is about you. It's not that comparison with others. So one of the ways that um, you can really hone in and drill down on your goals is one, like I said, play it out. What does it look like when you've arrived? Because that can give you one, a sense of what are the emotions? What's the feeling that you're going towards? But then also what are some of those tangible elements? And then we can drill down into each of those. And one of the like really easy practical ways is to look at this through a lens of a SMART goal, right? So it's an acronym. So the S stands for specific, M is measurable, A is action-oriented, R is realistic, and T is time-bound, okay? So specific, you wanna know what it is. Just like I said, we're not just saying like, oh, I wanna be happy, right? Like, what does that look like specifically? What does happy look like for you? And then we wanna make sure that what we're looking at is measurable, okay? So even if it's, you know, I want to be happy. Okay, so on a scale of zero to 10, how happy are you each day? So you can have a marker, you can measure, and you can start to see, am I shifting from an average of two or three up to four or five and then six, seven, okay? So specific, measurable, action-oriented, right? This is where we come in with that process over outcome. We're not just going to set a goal and be like, meh, I'm just going to whatever, float through the world and hope it happens. No, that's not action oriented. So we want to, we want to know what are we going to do to bring this goal into fruition, right? So what am I going to do to be more happy? Okay, well, maybe I'm going to look back at my life and say, when I've been really happy, what are the things that I've been doing? Who have I been around? And I can take action towards being around those people more going and taking action, like being in um, those activities that I've been happy in before. Sorry, I feel like I'm tripping over my words this evening. It's probably all of my all of my energy is left on <laughs> on the stadiums from training. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. So specific, measurable. It's gonna be action 
oriented or action bound, um, realistic. So this is where people get tripped up often. Realistic doesn't mean easy. It's realistic yet challenging. Okay. So if you let's, we're going to keep going with this happiness example. If you're an average, like two on the 10 point scale of happy, it is not realistic to say I'm going to be a 10 in six months. Okay. Could that happen? Sure. If you're taking hella, hella anxious, hella action, right? So I'm thinking about, to me, when I think about somebody around a two, we're probably looking at, at a good, like depressive episode, likely, right? Now, please don't hear me say if you put yourself at a two on a, on a happiness scale that you're depressed. Okay. I, this is not diagnosis, right? But that's where I think as a clinician, right? If somebody says I'm, you know, around a two, that means that we've got some work to do. Okay. So what might be realistic, say in three months is let's shift that two and see if we can get it to a five on average. Okay. And then we can move up. So make it realistic and challenging, right? Because we don't want to set a goal of like, (laughs) I'm going to Uh, just something that you do like every single freaking day, right? We want to honor those, especially if we're, you know, someone who's wrestling with a depression, um, like honor those small pieces, right? But let's make it realistic because we want to challenge ourselves, right? It's not those things that you're already doing every day. Yeah, we're going to honor those, but we want to push ourselves a little bit to advance. And then time bound. You've heard me say like, where are we going to be in three months? Where where are we going to be in six months? We're giving ourselves a time frame within to like that we're going to work within. Now, that doesn't mean that if you don't hit it by, you know, September 30th, but you hit it on October 1st, it doesn't mean that you failed, right? The time is giving you, um, it's helping you contain your goal, okay? Because there's that phenomenon that things will take up as much time as we give it. So if we put some time uh, boundaries around it, that's going to also help get some of that motivation and get us moving. Okay, so your definition of success. And then within that, we're going to drill down, we're going to make our look at our goals, make them smart. So we've got specific, measurable, action oriented, realistic and time bound. Okay. And this is just that first step, right in evaluating success and what success can look like for us. And it's okay if we change that definition of success. If you set a goal and you get these SMART goals and it's just not working, that's okay. We can go back and revisit because part of setting a goal and this SMART process is evaluating, right? So maybe you set a time on the calendar every week, every month, you're going to check back in because we might need to pivot and we can change our mind and we can course correct. You don't have to stay locked in on something that's not working or isn't feeling aligned. Okay. Because that's where we can have some, some negative implications on our mental health, right? You, you've probably heard the, the phrase comparison is the thief of joy. So again, going back to it's you against you, right? This isn't a comparison with others. Your definition of success is what matters. Okay. And that you know the steps that you're going to take to focus on that process, right? To get to that outcome. And when we take the time to define what success means for us and to get in and drill down and 
get really specific with our goals, whether you use the SMART goals or not. It's just really great science-backed ways to, <laughs> um, to get after our goals. But part of this is it, it really grounds us and it anchors us in what we're doing. And when we have that anchor and we know what we're working towards, it helps to keep us moving. And the goal doesn't have to be something super major. It's it's helping to get us to take the first step, right? Especially if we're feeling stuck, if we're struggling. One of the things that we use in treating depression is what we call behavioral activation. And it's exactly what it says. We're going to use behavior to get us activated, right? The physics concept, an object in motion stays in motion. Oftentimes when folks are depressed, they're... um. Oh my gosh, my words are not coming today. You know, you think about somebody who's in bed and it's really hard to get out of bed and we're not getting up and out of the house. So literally with behavioral activation, we may set three goals for the day and it might be get out of bed, brush your teeth and put on clean clothes, right? And that would be a successful day because we're literally getting up and getting ourselves activated. Um, And as we take these small actions, right, and we're focusing on what success is for us, these wins and these successes compound over time. And when we're keeping these promises to ourselves and achieving little things, right, it doesn't have to be a massive success. It's building confidence and trust in ourselves, right? And when we're more confident and we have trust in ourselves, then we can push a little more and stretch those goals, right? That realistic piece or that time you, time frame changes, right? When we are really grounded and connected in ourselves and, and what we want um, for where we're going. So that's just some of what, what has been on my mind and thinking about success and what's coming ahead. Um, and so I hope that this, this invitation to look at what success means for you drilling in, getting smart with those goals, um, and really, really checking in and raise your awareness, right? Where are you comparing yourself and what is that impact on you? Do some journaling around it. And I really want to encourage all of us to be in competition with ourselves, right? It's us against us and not in a negative way, right? In a, in a growth promoting way of moving ourselves forward. So I'm going to wrap this up because my thoughts are going all over the place and it's a Monday night and I got to get ready to watch The Bachelorette. So if you're watching that, slide into my DMs. Let me know what you think. We got two Bachelorettes on this season and uh, it's about to get, it's about to get wild. (laughs) All right. I hope you're having a fantastic week and we will talk soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. Will you do me a quick favor? Since we're on the mission together to break the stigma of mental health, will you share this episode with a friend? Click the share button right there in your app and text it over to them. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, we'll talk soon.